<laughs> anyway, let's talk about so, gear. Let's yeah, get into no, this. Okay, so no, we're gonna rain jackets. So I my have... favorite thing. Coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. A conversation about the great and sometimes not so great outdoors. I'm your host, Lynn Melling. And I'm Jody Gruen, and we do this for fun. If you're not yet familiar with the twins, they're our husbands, Andy Gruen and Ian Planchon. Okay, let's dive in. So, okay, so I think we should then move on to romance mm. because that, so, because I feel like camping is a big part of how. Yeah, I love camping. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's... But you're... not as much as he loves <laughs> camping. You mean you. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yes. The romance of my life. Other than camping, Got but it. like I think though for both like for both of us as couples, like our like the spark sort of happened out camping, and so Jody and Andy, I'd like to start with you guys because you have an awesome like your one of your first romantic weekends together, right? Or dates or what? This well, is a big part I of mean, story. I would say that one of the things, so I had a crush on Andy before he even knew, I think maybe he knew I existed, but he didn't, he wasn't reciprocating, but I also am not forward. <laughs> I just thought he should know that I have a crush on him. Um, Cause I was taught to be that kind of girl. Um, so though um, I, when, when he and I finally kind of became like friendly and started getting to know each other and um, there was some sort of kind of little bit of a spark or something and we went out for the first time, um, we had already d- discovered that we had vegetarianism in common at that time and also pug ownership. So it was clear there was something there. Um, oh, there's it so the clear. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, one thing though that we didn't have in common was the outdoors because I grew up as like a kid from Minnesota who went to a cabin every single weekend and who our family, my family did not travel well. Like we didn't, we, when we went places, it didn't always go well. And, and, you know, you were, I, I disagree with that a smidge because, you know, you were not a camping family. You were a cabin family, you were a cabin family. but you loved the outdoors. You would swim, you would be outside, you would run. You like, you were a, a very outdoors person. In the but, confines of. Right. Yes. I could work yeah. with that. Blacktop in a cabin and yep. that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> however, so, but Andy, when he and I first went out for like our first beer, we worked together and we were, had worked on an event together and um, we, it was the night, I think, before this big event that we were working on. And we went out um, and had a drink and we started talking and he started kind of telling me his story. And a big part of his story was this Widgie Wagon piece, which I didn't, I'd never heard of that. And I've lived here. And that's such a big part now of people that I talk to or like people that have become part of my life. Like that's a huge story in so many people's lives. I never had gone to a Y camp or anything like that. I went to church camp like one time a summer, like every summer from like, you know, third grade on or something. But it wasn't, I mean, it, the, the highlight of that was like singing hallelujah songs, you know, and getting, getting down in the chapel. Um, so, but with Andy, like he was telling me stories of being in the Arctic and flies and discomfort and how you pack food and all this stuff. And I was so 
mesmerized by this experience. And I had always read about people like this, but I didn't know anyone like that. And so for me, like my heart, like was, you know, tugging me towards this human being, not only for, you know, these, uh, these things that we found in common, but also something that was so foreign to me and something I was so curious about. And what ended up happening is, you know, this introduction to something that's become huge in my life. And, you know, obviously, Lynn, uh, you know, this is big enough that you and I want to evangelize and spread the word. And, um, (laughs) I, you know, I, I'm so thankful to have the experience to do these things that I'd only like, and I don't, I want to say dreamt of, but it's not really dreaming because I didn't even know it was an option for me. And it became one very quickly, you know, just by having somebody, just somebody to kind of like push me along and kind of show me how it worked. So yeah, I thank you, Andrew. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) But the first, the first camping experience was not so. Oh no! No, the first camping experience was kind of a dud. Um, (laughs) Not a dud. I think it was very exciting. Yeah, it was. It was a great experience. Uh, I was. We were. I was really into cycling at that point. I had. I had sold my car. I was biking only. That was kind of my thing. And um, Jody was pretty into cycling too. And so I was uh, looking at this concept of an S twenty four, which was. Kind of the idea where you hop on your bikes, you pack up all your stuff that you're going to use to camp, you bike somewhere that's within a day's cycle from your home, set up camp, spend the night, pack up in the morning and come home. Just like a little over um, sub 24, I think is the official title, but just, you know, like a little uh, overnighter, but, but bicycle based. So we, uh, we packed up, we got our, we got our gear, we got our kit, um, got everything on our bikes. And took off towards uh, what's now in an area not too far away from the river bottoms. In Minnesota. Yeah. Minneapolis. Uh, uh, Lake, uh, the, sorry, Minnesota River, river bottoms down by Bloomington. And, uh, you know, we, we biked down there. We got in a little bit after dark. We had started late. And uh, set up our tent. We, you know, set up our uh, dinner and cooked some noodles. And, you know, we were just kind of sitting there, kind of decompressing. We didn't have, like, a fire or anything. We were just keeping it. um, I think it was pretty dry. And um, as we're finishing dinner, um, it was pretty cool because there was a lot of wildlife down there. And, uh, (laughs) you know, specifically one of the things that we noticed at the spot that we were is there was this big kind of long island in the the river there that's parallel to where we were. And... um, there were all these little yippy dogs that you could start hearing in the distance. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, you start hearing them and maybe they're half mile, three quarters of a mile away. And they kind of start getting closer. And it's a, it's a pack of little yipping, yipping dogs. <laughs> little poodles. Yeah, right. Well, like, in uh, my mind, it was. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, little shit the, 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 the home of the terriers that run away from the, you know, all the, all the yeah. homes in the Twin Cities and the, run down the, the river. free range terriers. Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, be- I mean, that is how green to all of this I was. And that's was the truth, Ian. I really believed it was a bunch of a pack of homeless dogs yeah. from homes. I mean, it's, yeah. n- it's not far from, you know, 10 miles, eight miles, maybe not even from the dog park. So that's, you know, that would be a total normal thing to think. Here's all the dogs that ran right. away from the dog park. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so so we heard them, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Well, let's listen to those dogs. And you know, we finished our dinner. We, uh, <laughs> I think we were in the tent. I think it was kind of time to like 
call it a night almost. And the the yipping dogs were getting closer and closer progressively over the course of the evening. And at, at one point, um, there was a dog that barked that was maybe 20 feet away from our tent, 25 <laughs> feet away from the tent, like just close enough that if you stuck the flashlight outside, you might not be able to see its eyes reflecting at you. But, but right at that, right at that range. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of looked over at Jody and I said, you know what, maybe, maybe this isn't the right first experience. Maybe we should just kind of pack this up. <laughs> like we, we packed up, we, we put packed really stuff. fast yep. though. I was just like, what's going on? What, what, what uh, like, yeah. T- took the tent down, got our stuff back on our bikes. We biked out and we took the, uh, light rail into downtown. We, we sat out on a, a bluff in downtown. We were sharing a beer and, and basically, um, that's when I told Jody that it had been a pack of coyotes the whole time that had been <laughs> tracking yeah. us based on the smell of the ravioli that we were eating. And uh, yeah, that, that was just a straight up pack of coyotes in the river bottom. So. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> which, which I think it was probably fine, but you know, I didn't want Jody's first camping experience to be... Attacked by dogs. Oh, and then, and then the coyotes <laughs> came into the tent to see what we were up to. Right. So yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, it was special, but I would say it was special in terms of even though my life with Andy has been a series of adventures and even that kind of a thing, like even packing up really quickly and going through a woods, like with, I, like, I think I didn't even have a proper light, um, trying to leave there quickly and then jumping on the, like being so deep in the woods and then jumping on the light rail. Like it's just, there's a light rail. And then all of a sudden we're in the city (laughs) and now we're like, bike messengers like drinking beer like you know what I mean it just like we just like shifted so much back when I met him we just shifted from like kind of one persona to another um which I think was how has been helpful too for me in terms of my ability to like kind of morph in these situations and be flexible because I don't think anyone would have thought I would have been mm. yeah <laughs> that's awesome how yeah. about you guys yeah what tell was your, us what tell was your us first? first camping experience the two of you you know I, i've been thinking about this as you've been talking but i've been deeply engaged in your story as well um and what struck me i was thinking about our first camping trip and it was not without fault mm. um it was a very long i'm, I'm going to gloss over this because i have something else i need to get to here but lynn came up with this amazing ridiculous it was it was like three days like 900 miles or something through Alaska, like go up to Denali National Park, take the tour bus into the national check, National Park. Check. Yep. I yeah, just, all just hit everything. Check my, she had things she wanted check. to do. Yep. McCarthy, check. Wrangell, yeah. St. Elias, check. And we got, we got into our first spot there and first mistake, the stove didn't work. I forgot a part. Mm. Um, and so I was starting to think about that a little bit and then it dawned on me just now, actually, that there has not been a single camping trip you and I have done together that hasn't had a catastrophic disaster of some oh, no. kind until the last couple of years. Because I, I thought about the next camping trip we took, and it really it wasn't until we moved out of Alaska. So let's back up a little bit. Lynn and I met in Alaska. I worked at a TV station, and Lynn graduated college 
I had already been well immersed in the TV industry by then. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. And she graduated <laughs> as a journalist and came to Alaska. She's four years younger than me, people. Let's, let's get that out of the way right now. She <laughs> came to my state, came to my station. I saw her and I was like, that's the woman I'm going to marry. But as soon as I found her and I knew I wanted to be with her, I grabbed her and we moved out of the state. There you go. I was going to marry her. And so we took off. So we had. That's the, that's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> we, had, we had camping trip number one with a stove failure and uh insane endurance mission that was it was awesome it was a lot of fun um we moved out of the state and i remember vividly we were going to camp all like on the drive from alaska to iowa because lynn got a job in iowa she wanted to move closer to minnesota where her family lived and uh the bears were all yes. up and down the highway and i was like okay let's pull over and camp oh and you're God, like absolutely right. not yeah we, yeah we're like so because we were just gonna camp on the side of the road <laughs> and yeah we like we passed i don't know how many it was like a couple grizzly bears just roaming down the side of the highway in british columbia and he's like okay now we're gonna sit you know we're gonna just pitch the tent here and i'm like are you kidding <laughs> so no. we, ended up, we ended up sleeping in the car the entire time on that trip and it was really hot it was really buggy and that was terrible and then we get to Iowa and we stopped camping all together pretty much. Yeah. And then we decided uh, we really wanted to go on a road trip. And so we went to Wyoming and we get oh, to Yellowstone right. and we set I up the tent. I forgot about that. And it flooded. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, that was terrible. Our tent flooded and then oh. in Wyoming? it turned to snow. It snowed. We yeah. went there. We decided we would be really smart and go in October because off it's season. off oh, season. Yes. And yeah. there's a reason it's off season. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a reason people don't camp there in October is because it snows there in October. How much yeah. snow did you guys I get? I forgot about that. Uh, not too much, but enough that Lynn was pissed. All right. That's cool. <laughs> it was so cold yeah. and our tent flooded. Yeah. Our tent flooded. And there was like one night where there was a stampede of Buffalo that ran up the river and it freaked everyone out that was remaining and then, in the campsite. And then there were wolves. There were wolves. Like yeah. it, it was like we were, it, there were these two packs of wolves howling at each other and we were like right in between. So you could hear the wolves like calling to each other, like literally over our tent. Yeah. Yeah, and so okay, so that was each each one of these stories could go on for hours. But then we 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 did that trip, and then uh, we had our son, and we had our daughter, and I I really like that was the moment for me. I was like, I need to pass this on to my kids. Like, we have to go camping because that's that was like deeply ingrained in my life. And so we're like, okay, we're gonna go camping, and that trip sucked. <laughs> it was like. 100 degrees and the humidity was like 95 degrees we couldn't get a fire going and it rained Mm. 82 inches that night and it was a disaster um and then we moved to minnesota and uh went camping again and that was a disaster until but that was the that's where we met you guys our first (laughs) camping trip in the state of minnesota was the the weekend we met you so I guess what I'm saying is you guys have broken broke the, the curse for, for <gasps> bad camping trips. Which is funny because so. the trip we met each other on was a disaster. It was a fun disaster, but like it was a rough <laughs> weekend of a weekend to be outside. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was like we had dinner planned and I, I dropped the dinner in the fire. So that was out. Oh. Um, well, we and, should. Okay. Yeah. So we should start. Okay. So how did we all meet? So to set the stage, it was... So we, yeah, we had moved from Iowa to Minnesota and I was so excited to be back in my home state and I knew Ian wanted to be into camping. And so I'm like, I'm going to make this, I want him to love Minnesota as much as I do. And 
just got carried away and decided, I know I'm going to book a camping trip for us the second weekend of May on the North Shore because it's going to be warm and sunny and perfect (laughs) for camping. And little did we know that second weekend of May, not, not warm it's a crap <laughs> sometimes, yeah, really, sometimes yeah. it's beautiful sometimes it's yeah. it still be cold it's, sometimes it's snowing yeah. yeah yeah right and so we get up to gooseberry falls t- may of 2017 and it is it was raining and cold and miserable but it wasn't snowing it, it well it it was like two degrees away <laughs> yeah from it was close it didn't snow that yeah. year it was and then, and then our kids. So our kids were. How old were they at that point? Like how many years ago? Second grade and six, kindergarten. Six and four. Maybe? Seven. Yeah, and five? they were little. Six, yeah. Jeez. Something like that. Yeah. And um, they met these other kids who were in the campground in the campsite next to us, and we're running around the campsite, a campground. We're the only ones there, and I distinctly remember I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I think because I couldn't see, I couldn't find Jack. And I was pretty sure he'd fallen off the cliff at Gooseberry Falls, drowned in Lake Superior, and that's that was the moment I met you was when I was running down the bike trail screaming sure bloody were. murder for Jack because I was <laughs> sure he was dead somewhere. And then it just the rest is history. We met you guys, the only crazy people enough to be in that campground at the same time as we were. I just I remember Jody casually exclaiming, I, I think he's playing with our kids. You don't need to worry anymore. He's totally fine. You lunatic. Yeah. I don't know if this is your Jack, but this is but a Jack. A so. Jack playing yeah. with our children over we, here. We now have a Jack in our camp that might be your Jack. Uh, well, and what's yeah. beautiful too nice is home. our kids now fight over, with that story, our kids fight over who met jack first like <laughs> which kid gets credit for jack because there's like this this tall this tug for him <laughs> but i remember that and i do but i remember though um we so yeah we all just ended up huddling up underneath a tarp um and ian has just lovely love that tarp. he loves the tarp <laughs> and it just sticks out in his memory mm. about the tarp the tarp is the only thing i remember from that whole kid well aside from bringing beer because because I think one of our kids wandered back to tell us finally to check in with us and let us let us know that they were in your campsite and they had a cup of hot chocolate with them. Yeah. And I was like, where, the, where did you get the hot chocolate? And they're like, oh, they gave us some. And I was like, well, that's not right. So I brought over our cooler of beer and you guys had your tarp set up. And actually, now that I remember it, another issue we had with our campsite was the tarp was not working. Oh. No. Like it was falling apart and your tarp was working because you had simplified the entire process and I was trying to overcomplicate Which our she process. does all the time. Yes, yeah. it's a very common theme. <laughs> but I do remember sitting under that tarp and the wind was ripping and the tarp would be touching my head and then five seconds later it'd shoot 30 feet in the air <laughs> and then it'd come crashing back down and dump water on everybody. Yeah. And I, I remember we were under the tarp, but we were completely soaked, but we had beer and we had wine and our kids had found a place to play and they were yeah. warm and it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was like the start, the start of all our, our, our crazy camping trips together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and, and one of, yeah, and you guys were such a big inspiration to Ian because Ian has now loved to, to cook. And honestly, like I have to say, so Ian wasn't a huge, you weren't like a, I mean, I guess you've always kind of liked to cook, but when 
Cause so because Jody and Andy, just everyone listening, Jody and Andy do it up <laughs> when they go camping with the food. Like Jody's an amazing cook. Yeah. She comes up with these amazing recipes. And I remember Ian just like taking notes, like scribbling down notes of what you guys were cooking and how you're cooking it. And then that was the term we learned that was the time we learned the term binder. Like we still <laughs> joke about that because you guys were talking about well, what's the binder gonna be for the- I think it was brownies. You were discussing brownies? the issues of the brownies, and Jody said, Well, you don't have the, the right binder. Binder for it. I'm like, what the hell is a binder? <laughs> and then, then, then it, it all clicked. But, but no, the the thing that um, it wasn't the first year; it was the second year because the first year is when I dumped the spaghetti in the fireplace. The second year, we repeated our trip with you guys, and you brought your truffled mushroom pesto pizza oh, with goat cheese. Oh, well, that was a good right. one. That was a good pizza. Yeah, and, and and that is the most repeated. Uh, uh, recipe that I bring on all our car camping trips. Um, cause holy man, that was good. <laughs> yeah. So good. And, and yeah, Jody, yeah, it, Jody brought, um, she picked up and it was funny. I, I made a lot of fun of her and, and I'm sorry I did, but Jody had picked up those little <laughs> cast iron, like sandwich cookers. Oh yeah. She had gotten, oh, yeah. she'd gotten one or two of those. She was like, we're going camping. We don't and, need to carry this crap around. And you know, I, I was approaching it from like, uh, how many ounces penalty, you know, what's the weight penalty yeah. for carrying something like that? But you know, like when you're car cast camping, iron, yeah. <laughs> when you're car camping, you don't have to carry anything. So it's fine. Um, so she got these and, and we started cooking and, um, all of a sudden it was just like this whole world of options and sandwiches and desserts and, you know, these just really interesting, um, Jody would make a, uh, Egg and cheese and potato breakfast sandwich with Harissa. Oh, and with Harissa. Yep. Oh, that? yeah. Recipe and, number two yeah. that I copied the most. Every single camping trip. Yes. Yes. Although I forgot about the cheese, and that makes me question if I've been doing it wrong <laughs> this entire time. I think it's fine without the cheese. <laughs> cheese is another good binder yeah. for you, so yeah, you got to think is. about it. It yeah. is. Again. That's what I've been missing <laughs> is the binder, actually. <laughs> and yeah, Jody's whole thing was the, the theory of how it worked, of having your. You know, your wrap, having your um, stuffing, whatever that is for the sandwich, whatever the guts of it, the sandwich are, but also needing that binder, which maybe that's cooking an egg. Maybe that's melting the cheese. Maybe that's, um, I don't know, name a vegan binder that you like. Mm, Well, it could be like a just egg, although I'm not like big, super big into that or whatever, but I don't know if I need a vegan binder always. All right. You know, all right. Like, but but that was the concept. Sandwiches seal things up, so we right. could even do like a whole like cooking show on like the what are they called the the pie? Oh, the pie, pudgy pie. The pudgy Recipes? pie. Yeah, the like, pudgy which pie. I'm sure yeah. Yeah. You know, people are very familiar with or whatever. But we have like the modern take on the pudgy pie you, over you, here. You, you yeah. probably <laughs> want to make that a video cast, vod vlogcast, uh, yeah. a, a YouTube stream, whatever that is, because with the videos yeah. of the food. And how you cook it, that would be really amazing. Yeah. With the sauces to accompany the yes, food. Absolutely. A, a, a dollop of wallop. Yeah, yeah. A dollop of right. rice. Uh, yeah, I, Jody is, yes. I have love. I mean, that's another thing about camping too. Like in, as we were talking about challenges, I think that cooking and camping, um, I love taking on like a culinary challenge. Like cooking over fire yeah. is isn't easy and it doesn't always work out but when it does there's so much satisfaction around like seeing all the people around you like enjoying food that you've cooked like in a way that's hard like 
It's not just throwing Mm -hmm. something in a microwave or like, and I'm not talking about like a package that goes in some boiling water. It's like actually kind of trying to make something from scratch. Like it's, it's so fun and so satisfying. So I think we all kind of have have our things that like really speak to us when we're doing this stuff, you know, like you can have your hobbies can follow you even when you do things like this. Absolutely. Yeah. I get in trouble with that though, because I, I want to overdo it. You know, like I, I like, I want to bring the charcuterie board and oh, I want right. to like have all the food from scratch. And, and Lynn is like, you know, it could be fun if we just keep it simple <laughs> and have the mountain house meals. And I'm like, no, we're going to cook like Jody and this and is how it's going to go. And then and he gets really stressed out because he's like, this isn't how Jody does it. It doesn't so taste much as good as Jody's. And then he gets really mad and frustrated. Let's yeah. go home. And then it's not fun anymore. <laughs> so we did, we did a boundary waters trip this last summer and we went as long as we possibly could. It was about seven days and we were just like, we're going minimal. Like we're not going to have any really good food. We're just going for like the duration, like, you know, the, the hardcore minimalist trip. And it was just nothing but nothing but mountain house and a couple snacks. And we tried to single portage everything. And that was an amazing trip. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. Lynn nearly died the first day. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. And the first day I wanted to die, but yeah. after that, it, was it great. got better. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for more from the twins on future episodes. We Do This For Fun is supported by 515 Productions, a high-end video production business based in Minneapolis. The website is 515productions.com. And did you know that Jody is also a health and wellness coach? Check out her website at jodygruen.com. If you like this podcast, we'd love your support. Please rate and review us and hit subscribe. Learn more about us at wedothisforfun.com. 